Blog Talk Radio. Well, she's back. Yes, she's back. Hillary Clinton is back. She had been out in the woods walking around doing all sorts of woodsy things. And um, she decided to come back and to help America. She's put together a new organization that looks remarkably like her old organization, uh, the Clinton Foundation. This one is called Onward Together. And I guess the idea is that they're going to go onward uh, together or something. I don't know. Anyway, she's back, and the media is just so excited about this. This is so wonderful. We're excited about it also here at One Dimitri Radio, here at our world headquarters at the intersection of freedom and fun. Trademark, service mark, copyright, patent, betting, don't steal that. I'm Dimitri, the lovable libertarian. Trademark, service mark, copyright, patent, betting, don't steal that either. And uh, do this uh, five days a week, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Morning mayhem here at One Dimitri Radio. And thank you so much for, uh, for joining me. Uh, multi-stream on blogtalkradio.com and on Facebook Live. So the media is all excited, all in a Twitter about this, because Hillary Clinton is now back. And, oh, boy, is she going to really show them this time. She tried to show them in 2008 in the Democratic primary. It didn't quite work out. She was going to show them in 2016, break that glass ceiling. That didn't quite work out. But, and she's still not in prison which is really the most amazing thing about her career, she still is not in prison. How does that work? So anyway, she's back. I'm delighted because now just that much more material is going to be coming our way for the next, oh, I don't know, 10 years. It may not be 10, 10 years, but it will seem like 10 years worth of material because she's sort of like one of those cold sores. You ever get a breather? You find a cold sore and you put your breather on here and it goes away and you think, oh, wow, that's great. But then it comes back. She's sort of like one of those kinds of cold sores where no matter what you do, you think it's finally over, you're finally done with the embarrassment, humiliation, everything, it comes back. So she's sort of like a cold sore only without the abrevo. All right, fine. So uh, we've got all of that going on. Also, the media, uh, mainly the Washington Post right now, or it's one of my great Facebook friends, a radio guy calls it the Washington Compost, which I I like that one. Thank you, Sean. says that, um, oh, there's a big scandal now, the latest scandal. The scandal, there's like a new scandal every hour with the Trump administration, according to the Washington Post. Turns out they all are wrong, but they just keep trying because, well, it's clickbait, so what the hell. Um, So the latest scandal now, supposed scandal, with the Washington Washington Post is breaking this big deal story, is that five or six days ago, President Donald Trump divulged classified information to one of the Russians. They were meeting with, I don't know, some ambassador, some who the hell knows. All the Russians, they all look the same. And, uh, you know, it's a breach of national security. And, oh, you know, some, of course, anonymous source deep in the bowels of the deep state said, oh, this is what happened, and this could compromise national security, and this, that, and the other. And the Washington Post, its hair is on fire. It's losing its mind. It's like, what has Donald Trump done? He's sacrificed or compromised national security with this kind of stuff. Meanwhile, did I mention that Hillary Clinton is back? Okay. Hillary Clinton, whatever else you might think of her and think of the media and, you know, whatever else, there is no denying that what she did was with her unsecured server in her bedroom or bathroom or where the hell she had it in her house, had thousands, maybe tens of thousands of documents that were classified 
and that were readily accessible and were hacked. I mean, even the FBI says there's strong likelihood that they were, she was hacked by several different uh, sources and that all this classified information was also passed on to uh, Anthony Weiner, the disgraced uh, perv married to uh, Huma Abedin. Uh, Washington Post has no problem with that. Absolutely no problem with those security breaches, which are just beyond comprehension. Again, why is she not in prison? And, but now, because some unknown source somewhere in the deep state said, oh, the president did this, they're running with this story. Meanwhile, the uh, Trump administration is saying with Secretary of State uh, Tillerson, Rex Tillerson, I think is his name, and also with some of the head, one of the head of the security agencies, no, it's not true. We didn't, you know, he didn't do that. And even if he had done that, um, it's still perfectly legal because if you're the president of the United States, you can actually tell people things and all that. But he's saying, no, we didn't, we didn't do that. We absolutely did not do that. So um, uh, appreciate, uh, oh, by the way, a lot of folks are sharing this video already. Uh, Kimberly, thank you so much for sharing it. Appreciate it greatly. Everybody else, please share it uh, as well. So we've got all that uh, going on. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, uh, the latest regarding uh, Seth Rich. Um, uh, it, it, it's looking more and more, what everybody had been suspecting is, is in fact true, that all the uh, documents that WikiLeaks got from the DNC was not, of course, hacked by the Russians or anything like that. It was a phishing thing sent to John Podesta, and like from a Nigerian prince about, okay, open this link and you know, give us all this information, what's your password on it? Anyway, so bottom line is that a lot of folks had suspected there was this poor guy named Seth Rich who worked at the DNC who leaked all the documents, all the emails to WikiLeaks. Well, uh, in case you haven't been following the story, and I don't blame you if you haven't been because the media has been downplaying it, damn near ignoring it. Uh, shortly after that, shortly after people figured out, you know, it's probably Seth Rich, he was killed. Uh, two bullets to the back of the head uh, near his home in Washington, D.C., now, the Washington, D.C. police immediately said, oh, it's a robbery gone bad. You know, it's terrible. But nothing was stolen from him. Uh, he had his wallet. He had his credit cards. He had money. He had his smartphone. He had everything. There were just two bullets in the back of the head, you know, like execution style. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy. I'm not a birther. I'm not a truther. None of that stuff. You know, connect the dots and I'm going to wear my tinfoil hat or whatever. Nothing like that. But... It doesn't take a whole lot of imagination to figure out that if you get two bullets in the back of the head and nobody wants to steal anything from you, what they really wanted to do was to execute you. That's kind of how it works. Well, anyway, here's the latest with that. The uh, family, the Seth Rich family, is really upset because, of course, no one's doing anything to find out who killed him. I've got a theory, but it's just a theory. But uh, the private detective that they hired is saying, oh, yeah, absolutely. There's information. In fact, there's a lot of information on his laptop that the police are holding. And if we just got that uh, laptop, we would see that he had been leaking all this information to WikiLeaks. <clears throat> now, you remember when the FBI tried to investigate the, the DNC hacking of the email? The DNC refused to let the FBI see all of their servers, all of their computers. How odd is that? Well, uh, it's not odd if you understand what they would have discovered if the FBI had actually seen this stuff. 
if the FBI had seen these uh, computers and servers and all that that the DNC had, the, everybody would know that the hacking was not done by Russia, that it was done probably by Seth Rich, and that uh, this whole narrative about Russia behind all of this stuff, you know, Russia, 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 bad, 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 um, all of that would just go away, and that it was an, actually an inside job. So the media is ignoring this story because it's not convenient. Meanwhile, they're losing their minds over anything that Donald Trump maybe does do or doesn't do or says or doesn't say or tweets or doesn't tweet or, you know, whatever. You know, every day it's some, something new. Oh, Donald Trump is going to fire everybody in his administration. Donald Trump is going to do this. Donald Trump's going to go to war. Donald... I mean, it's just it's crazy. And here's the thing. Uh, you cry wolf enough times, uh, like, you know, the boy who cried wolf. And after a while, people are going to go, you know, I don't know what to believe anymore. Now, when this story came out from the Washington Post, of course, red flags were going on in my head going, wait a minute, the Washington Post, they've been wrong about damn near everything else. I mean, exposed is just absolute the stories just aren't true. And um, I thought to myself, my God, if this is true, uh, that would be a bad thing. But then, again, it's the Washington Post. It's the, it's the elite media. And they've been so wrong so often because they hate Trump so much. You don't know what to believe. You, you absolutely have no idea what to believe. And God help us all if they ever actually get a story right. And I mean a big deal story right because who's going to believe them? I'm not going to believe them. It doesn't mean that they're lying. I mean, I don't know how on earth would I know? But I do know that coming from those sources, especially the Washington Compost these days, they just can't believe it. I mean, you just cannot believe it, because all it is now is clickbait, and they hate Trump so much, and they know that they'll get lots of clicks with any kind of negative Trump story. That's all, it's, that's all it's become. I mean, it's really, really pathetic. It's really pathetic. So we've got all of that uh, going on. Uh, a lot of Democrats are uh, not really thrilled that Hillary Clinton has got her uh, onward uh, together thing going on because um, they don't want her around. It's really interesting. Uh, you don't see too many stories about this, but there are a lot of Democrats who don't want to have anything to do with her. In fact, uh, don't take my word for it. Just look at the uh, election, the primary, the Democratic primary election in 2016, also in 28. Uh, there were an awful lot of Democrats, mind you, Democrats, you know, people who believe in women's rights and Planned Parenthood and, you know, equal work for equal pay and, you know, all that stuff, which is fine. A lot, awful lot of them have had two opportunities now to vote for Hillary Clinton to break that glass ceiling, and they didn't do it, which I think to me is, 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 to me is fascinating. It's just absolutely fascinating. And now, uh, a lot of them, more of the uh, progressive side of the Democrats, not the more mainstream Democrats, which are more Bill and Hillary Clinton type people. Um, they want, you know, Bernie Sanders, who actually, by the way, is still not a member of the Democratic Party. How dysfunctional is the DNC where your main person right now in the DNC or in the Democratic um, Party is uh, Bernie Sanders, Senator Bernie Sanders, who is not a member of the Democratic Party. He's an independent uh, Democratic Socialist, he calls himself. Well, he's trying to reshape the party, and he may actually end up doing it. <laughs> he's got enough support. Uh, there are an awful lot of people within the Democratic Party who are really upset with the DNC, uh, who are, I think they've sued 
saying that you know the election was rigged and that you lied to us and the DNC's position is we have every legal right to lie to you because we're the DNC. I swear to you, I'm not making this up. Look it up on Google. And so uh, a lot of people within the Democratic Party, uh, when they heard that Hillary Clinton is uh, officially coming back, you know, coming back out of the woods, they were going, mm, mm. now the media is going crazy because they just love Hillary Clinton. But there are an awful lot of folks who don't. And in fact, here's a prediction, that whenever there's a new head of the FBI, uh, somebody who will, I'm sure, be nonpartisan, because that's the only way it's going to be you know, confirmed, I think. Uh, if this person, man or woman, uh, is going to review all the information regarding Hillary Clinton and the servers and Uma Abedin and Cheryl Mills and all the rest of them, and recommends to the um, uh, Attorney General, Jeff Sessions, that yes, we absolutely should you know, you know, either start a grand jury or file charges or do whatever. Uh, if Hillary Clinton is actually facing um, legal um, a court case, you know, regarding any of this stuff, maybe even facing, you know, some sort of, you know, jail or something, um, don't be surprised. Look for this. Don't be surprised if a lot of folks on the left of the Democratic Party, the left side of the Democratic Party, um, don't make too much of a fuss over it. What could very well be happening here? is that if the government with the new administration brings charges against Hillary Clinton and her people, the folks on the left side of the Democratic Party will secretly be pretty happy because they'll finally be rid of this witch and all the people connected with her. They're going to actually be happy. Now, they can't say that, but they will. So really watch out for that. Uh, I'm Dimitri, the lovable libertarian. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate all the folks who joined us today. Uh, please spread the word. Please share this with everyone. I, I, I think I speak for all of America. We're all just giddy with excitement that Hillary is back, back from the woods, thank God. I wasn't sure if she'd ever get out of there again. You know, the woods are so, you know, woodsy. So she's back. So uh, I do this uh, five days a week, 9 a.m., uh, Morning Mayhem on One Dimitri Radio, simul streamed on blogtalkradio.com and on Facebook Live. Spread the word, please share this, add your comments. Um, it's just, you know, it's just growing and growing. People are really excited about this. By the way, I'll be on uh, Pittsburgh TV again on Friday evening, a featured panelist on Night Talk, Happy Hour with Ellis Cannon. I'm really looking forward to that and all the wonderful people there, Channel 11 at PCNC. So all really, really good stuff this week. So thank you again so much for joining me. Please share this. Please follow me. And uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. When I say we, I mean me, because it's pretty much just me. Here at One Dimitri Radio, 9 a.m. Eastern. Have a great day.